Listen to WGN Radio's newest podcast, Behind the Badge, Illinois, hosted by David Hochberg. Behind the Badge, Illinois, views current events through the eyes of Illinois law enforcement leaders. Tune in. Visit WGNRadio.com slash Behind the Badge. Get your greasy little face up next to the radio because it's time for America's favorite radio program, Animal Stories. And now here in person is the Animal Stories news team anchorman, I, your charming and delightful old Uncle Lair, and him in in person, little Tommy. Hi, Tommy. Good morning, Uncle Lair. Good morning. Hi, everybody. (laughs) Oh, boy. You talk about classic radio. That is classic radio. And I couldn't be more pumped than to say hi to a guy that uh, was a big part of my radio career. Yeah. And a big part of uh, Chicago broadcasting for a long time. And he's coming back to Chicago this Sunday to be a part of Rock Radio Revisited, Tommy Edwards. Hey, Tommy, how you doing, buddy? Steve. Oh, my gosh, it's so great to hear your voice again. You know what? I mean, I've been listening to you on the radio, but just on the telephone. It's such a kick. Hi, Johnny. Hi. It's a pleasure. I, I'm kind of giddy. I'm just sitting here going, okay, this is too cool. <laughs> <laughs> I I think the last time we saw each other, was at one of the reunions over at the Once Big 89, I, I believe. Yeah, but mm-hmm. uh, I think so. And we did, a, you know, those uh, rewinds uh, yeah. over Memorial Day. Remember that? Yeah. 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 And for kids who, who maybe they weren't listening, what you just heard as we introduced uh, Tommy Edwards was classic radio i think hands down easily the most popular radio bit in chicago and it certainly did great things for charity you guys had albums that came out right like five or six albums of animal stories oh yeah and we we made money for uh, jack mobley's uh forgotten children's fund which uh, were kids that uh you know are are a little disadvantaged and they have uh perhaps some uh some problems and it was able to we were able to get them you know things that little kids want you know mm. teddy bears and, yeah. and toothpaste and all i mean it was the jack mabley fund was just incredible yeah. at forgotten children's fund so all the proceeds for our albums went there well i don't want to embarrass you but i'm going to embarrass you <laughs> oh, what a surprise <laughs> because i i have felt for years that tommy edwards never got the credit that he deserves for being the one who really kind of turned around wls at that point in a very serious competition between wls and wcfl it was the summer of 1973 and tommy was the one who hired bob surratt he hired yvonne daniels bob had been doing morning drive at bbm fm i was doing afternoon drive at bbm fm and I was blown away when I got a call from Tommy Edwards saying, you want to come over here and talk uh, about maybe coming over to WLS? And you also hired Jim Smith, who had been BBMFM's music director. And, and you know, there was one other fellow that I hired uh, that time, and I don't think uh, he has gotten the credit that he deserves, Bob Conway. Bob oh. Conway worked with me yes. at uh, WORFM in New York City. That was the station I was at before I came to Chicago. Mm-hmm. And I can't remember why someone left in the news department and I hired Bob Conway to come in and look where he is now. He's yeah. the legendary newscaster at BBM. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, it still sounds great. That, 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 Tommy, would you agree with me that 
that was such a fun time to be a part of radio in Chicago in particular, because correct me if I'm wrong, but wasn't the LSCFL battle really the last major market AM top 40 battle? In the country, yeah. No, yeah. no question mm-hmm. about it. When I came to Chicago from New York, I was working at a, at a tremendous uh, FM station that was getting into the ratings uh, of the of WABC and and uh, several you know and these other stations, and I knew what was going to happen. I mean, it was just one of those things that music was going to be wound up over on FM. Mm-hmm. But these two great giant fifty thousand watt stations of WLS and WCFL had this this great battle going on and the radio was so creative oh yeah oh there were so many things going on and that's what i wanted i i wanted that and what i didn't want was talent like steve king bob surratt uh and these and avon daniels over on fm to steal the listeners because (laughs) you guys were sounding great the stations were coming on i remember your general manager even called me after i took three people from WBBM, and he called. John <laughs> Catlett. Oh, yeah, I said, hi, John. He went, Tommy, would you hire me, too? <laughs> and, that's a, and, and we both started cracking up, and I thought, oh, my gosh. So it was, you know, it was a great conversation, but I kept thinking, I can see where he's a little perturbed mm-hmm. that I took all that great talent from uh, from that station. Well, in fact, you talk about things moving to FM. I remember so clearly the staff meeting that we had when it was announced that CFL was abandoning rock and roll because on one hand it meant, hey, we won. On the other hand, it meant, oops, now Uh-oh. we're the only one on AM against music. all of the fms right right there was no reason to go over and listen well i mean i i, I want to say that uh, some of the fm stations because they really did sound great you know stm sounded great bbm fm and all that but but over on am you had the talent of you guys larry and you know for example let me give you a, a steve king story one of the things that uh, I love to do, and I built this program called Music People mm-hmm. that we ran on Sunday nights, because we had recording artists come up to the radio station all the time, promoting an album, promoting a concert tour or something. And they, and they were just coming up to say hello. And we always told the record companies that we would like to have maybe 15, 20 minutes to do an interview with them. And they'd say, yeah, sure, that's no problem. So I kind of rotated that through all the different jocks to come in and interview people. Well, I got around to, I think it was Neil Sadaka, if mm. I'm not mistaken. I said to Steve King, I said, Steve, would you do this interview? He said, I'd love to. Well, the interview was so different than the other interviews because a musician was talking to a musician. And the questions that Steve was asking Neil Sadaka kind of blew Steel, <laughs> Neil Sadaka mind, his mind a little bit. He'd say, oh, my gosh, you picked that up? And, Steve, and, you know, and Steve would say, yeah, you did this, you did this to that song, you did this to that song. And Neil Sadaka was saying, oh, my gosh, you know, you really know your business. Anyway, so that kind of taught me right then and there that Steve should be the, the main guy doing the interviews. Oh, it, I got to tell you something that, and I know we got to break, but I got to tell you something that I, I don't know that I've ever shared with anybody. The freedom that you gave me on the Music People interviews made me realize 
that I kind of wanted to do more long-form stuff, and I thought I should think about getting into talk radio. Before it was a format. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I can see that. And I could see the transition. I mean, it's just a logical transition. Yeah. That'd Wait, be great. Well, yeah. well, now we got a break, but I, I, I got to warn you and our listeners <laughs> when we come back after this break. In preparing for Tommy joining us, we did some research, and I'm going to take you back to the mid '70s and a, a screaming rock and roll disc jockey. Well, stick around and. And turn your radio up to the threshold of pain. With weather and traffic, here's Mary. This hour is WLS Pepsi book cover number. It's worth a Wilson T2000. Jimmy Connors metal racket. Channel 3 with a kicker rock and roll. What radio station do you listen to to win cash? WLS. Sing that mother and pick up all the goodies. I think my head hurts. Uh, Don't blame me. Tommy Edwards hired that guy. Yes. And I love the energy, man. I love the energy because Landecker gets off the air and you come on and nothing changes, man. It's all energy and rock and roll. And that's what Top 40 Radio was yeah. all about. And yeah. uh, and you're going to be here. Uh, it, it, uh, this Just Plains Theater is a perfect location for the event on Sunday. Rock Radio Revisited. And Tommy, as people are texting in, this is not nose Tommy. Yes, it is. <laughs> uh, John Landecker will be there. Um, Bob Stroud. Uh, Wendy is going to be uh, uh, kind of tying everything together because she was also on the radio. Connie Serzan another woman that was doing rock radio back in the day cousin brucey yeah yeah it's really exciting yeah. rock radio revisited and it's just funny because as i listen to that i have to laugh because i always tell steve if you tried that today you'd hurt yourself you'd probably throw out your back or something right <laughs> and the kinky the kinky side of our relationship is that at that point in her life I, had, I don't know if we've ever told you this, Tommy, but at that point in your life, whose picture was on your high school books? My book cover was all the guys, including Steve. So when I met him and we started dating, I framed it. I said, look what I have. <laughs> it's the, the book cover. Wow. So, yeah. I know. Strange. Um, people want to know if you are still doing anything in radio. Are you? Well, I'm not. Well, I'll tell you what. What I've done uh, recently, because, as you know, I've had basically two lives back in Chicago, one yeah. on the radio and one uh, for the Chicago Bulls. Mm-hmm. And uh, I am doing, uh, for the second year now, I'm on a video game. Uh, it is one of the biggest video games in the world. It's NBA 2K. Yeah. And uh, the public address announcers from all over the league are on it. And they asked me to come back and do mine because of the... Uh, 
Well, because of the whole legendary uh, Michael Jordan uh, realm. And the brand-new uh, 2K game is uh, number 23 for 2023, but it's also Michael's number, and he is the featured on the cover. So it's that's what I've been doing a lot of, uh, yeah. video game work. Now, you're but, you the know, guy, I, I also, we should say, for yeah. people who knew you from the stadium, you're the guy that started the, and now, right? Yeah, yeah, it, that was, yeah, that was uh, back in the days, before Michael was uh, drafted by the Bulls, mm-hmm. I would uh, introduce music. Uh, they asked me, how would you like to play popular music during the game? Nobody's doing it. Would you do it? Yeah. And I said, I'd love to do it because I've got access to all the music. <laughs> so they built a little uh, thing with cart machines and cassette machines and all this. And I would, when I'd get off the air at WLS, I would go in and dub some of the latest music onto another cart, and then I would take it to Chicago Stadium and plug it in the machines, and we'd play music during the games. Anyway, during a, uh, the introduction of the players, I was using Miami Vice, Jan Hammer, I was using Thriller by Michael Jackson, hmm. and they called me and they said, listen, the kid that we uh, uh, drafted, My- Michael Jordan out of North Carolina, he is going to be something special. We want a special introduction with Michael introduced last. Can you come up with something that's going to knock us out? And I thought, let me uh, let me work on it. Let me think about it. So uh, Mary Lou and I went to a movie at the Biograph Theater one night. And during the uh, before the screen before the movie started, there was some ambient music playing in the background, and I heard Alan Parsons' project um, "Eye in the Sky," but the first part called "Cirrus." Yep. And I heard that, and I thought, oh my. Gosh, that's going to work. That's it. I can't tell you what the movie was. I wasn't paying any attention to it. I was putting it in my head. This is going to sound great. And I called the Bulls, and I said, I think I've got it. And they said, bring it, because he's going to start next Saturday night. And everybody loved it. And Michael loved it, too. So that's what was important. Well, I just got goosebumps. I love that story. (laughs) (laughs) I also want to mention, uh, you have a terrific book called I Grew Up Listening to You, Stories from Behind the Mic. And people can get that by going to Amazon.com and just look up uh, Tommy Edwards' uh, book or Tommy Edwards' I Grew Up Listening to You. A terrific book, Tommy. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. It was you know, I have been so fortunate because, uh, you know, before radio in New York and before radio in Chicago, I was in the Pentagon d- during the Vietnam War and during uh, we were handling all the communication between the White House and the recovery vessels of of the Apollo program. I mean, there were just so many different things. And I've witnessed that I just had to get all this stuff out. And so uh, I just put it all in a book. Well, again, people can see you on Sunday at Rock Radio Revisited at the Displays Theater, and there's a whole long list of folks there for the Museum of Broadcast Communications. It has been uh, so much fun uh, talking with you, Tommy. You know, one of these times we got to get you in the studio when Johnny and I are doing one of our yes. uh, radio drive-bys. You got to come in the studio oh. and hang out with us first. I'd love that. I would love that. Yeah. Well, take care and enjoy your trip. Thank you, Tommy. Thanks, guys. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye. That is the legendary Tommy Edwards and a nicer guy you could not meet. I mean, the Tommy Edwards you heard on the radio, that's who Tommy Edwards Mm -hmm. is. He's a really good guy, and boy, does he know radio. (laughs) Oh, boy. Well, that does it. Yeah. I guess we're going to get to come back again tomorrow, right? Oh, and, and we should mention tomorrow being Wednesday, Wednesday. we will do a website Wednesday. With Dr. Patrick Crispin, who you got to know and, and grow up with for a couple of decades here on the radio. So please, if you've got computer questions, we'll give you a chance to ask them, Patrick. 
And we're also going to spend some time uh, playing the blues and talking blues with uh, Sue Foley, uh, award-winning blues singer-guitar player. So that's mm-hmm. just part of what we have coming up tomorrow. Thanks for hanging out with us, and uh, we'll talk to you tomorrow. Chicago's very own.